Hello and welcome to Life Room Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Toronto, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. I'm Kathleen Butler-Duplacis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back again. Another week, another episode. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on having Kathleen be my quarantine guest. But, but I worth, have nothing else to do. <laughs> every time I ask, she's like, fuck, why totally. not? <laughs> I mean, it's funny because, like, I say I have nothing else to do, but, like, then I find myself being like, shit, I have things to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird how, like, I'm working a little bit, but a lot, like, today, I don't know. It's like, this should be a little girl's dream is, like, I'm very busy today, but the things I did was write a rap song for a student at Second City and, like, record a demo for it. Then I drove to a drag queen's house to pick up wigs. (laughs) Then (laughs) I recorded a podcast about Lifetime while I made myself a Cosmo. And then after this, I have to write a rent parody for the paper machete. (laughs) Like... This is a dream, but also jam-packed. Day. jam-packed. But it's jam-packed. Jam-packed. Jam-packed with fun. I but. burned zucchini right before uh, coming on the call. So oh, sure. that was sad because I had it in the oven for the first call. And Ooh. then I had the oven too high. So the zucchini is burnt. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear about your zucchini. I'm making rice instead. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The drag queen I got the wigs from lived by a Sonic, so I had a milkshake for dinner. So. Oh, well, there you go. A milkshake for dinner and a Cosmo for dessert. For dessert. I'm really crushing it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you both for being here in this crazy time. Uh, it is helping me at least be entertained. And I hope the listeners are entertained. Yeah, well. I hope, you know, this is the time when, like, this is the this is the pot. This is the podcast days. Yeah, man. Heck yeah. You know what's been I've been thinking about a lot is I feel like it's weird to me that now that all the big theaters are closed and stuff, it's weird to have the same amount of power as a huge theater institution. True. We're all on the same platform right now. Like you're making yep. a dumb video for yourself. Right. Like yep. the things I'm doing around my house are the same things that SNL did last week. I mean, they did it better, but you know what I mean? Like, we're all in the same equalized platform. Debatable. (laughs) But that's the thing, is like, watching them in their homes, it's like, oh yeah, now no one has the sets and the makeup and the hair and the... Like, we're all... No one has the machine behind them right now. Right. And it's like a wild, anarchist, artistic fever dream. It's an yeah. equalizer, and now's our chance to pull ahead, you guys. Lifetime oh and We're going to start with the uh, little guy. Yeah, the little guys are going to be great. Yeah. So, hey, Once I do this bit with my drag queen wigs, oh, I'm going to be famous. <laughs> uh, which I'll say, which I'll say, I'll, I'll put in a little business. Yeah. Ooh. A little business. I'm putting on some business attire. Oh, sure. I. The best thing that you can do for any podcast you listen to is rate and give for give rate on anything you can majorly or majorly on apple podcasts yeah sure because that actually does like help things mm-hmm. uh but spotify is an up-and-comer right now yeah and you know like I, I don't think you can rate on there but you can follow 
Yeah. I don't know. Just follow us. Yeah, Even if you don't follow. listen to your podcast on Spotify, like go to Spotify and click follow because it, yeah. it still helps that kind of thing. It costs you it's nothing, the best thing you but can it do. helps yeah, us all. Nothing. Right. And you can still get these for free. And it would yeah. give me something to do. I could read reviews while I'm laid up on my back. Yeah. With my right handy pad. Much. So make my right make my day. Write a review. Make it. Poor Patrick <laughs> is sitting there with his back all out. I am li- I'm lying on my side with a pillow between my legs and a white claw just in reach. I would say this. <laughs> Please go to Apple Podcasts, write a review, and tell Patrick a bedtime story. Tell me some That's bath pain remedies. Yeah. yeah. He five stars. Pain 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 and his back. This is the least you could do. Okay. Five stars, back pain remedies, and then, uh, and then a bedtime story. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into the movie today. Business time over. Drew, you can get back to not Taking wearing pants. The- Yep. Uh, today we have a a wild movie that I literally just watched. I did too. I watched it this afternoon. Yeah. Before I went to go get my wigs. There you go. <laughs> it is called A Stalker in the What, Drew? Stalker in the What? In the refrigerator. Oh, you wish. In the in the f- freezer. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's the next Stalker one. Stalker. What to? In the the woods attic. Attic, <laughs> attic, baby. You know, they they probably have a stalker in the basement, so now it's stalker in the attic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it stars yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen Landon, uh, Joshua Close, Tara, and Redmond. No, Van Reese. <laughs> oh, that was a lot of a lot of names. Tara Redmond, mm-hmm. Van Reese, and Steve Lund, Steve Hunt's evil twin. Mm-hmm. What Steve Hunt? Steve, oh yeah, our friend Steve Hunt. Steve Steve Lund, not Steve Hunt. <laughs> Evil Steve Hunt. Steve Lund. Evil Steve Hunt. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this came out literally yesterday. I guess when this com- this episode comes out, it'll be a week it was, old. It was um, part of a worst impressions movie marathon. Yeah. Worst impressions. Instead of first impressions, worst impressions. <laughs> You gotta love Lifetime okay. for a good pun. I don't know how long they sit in Zoom meetings right now coming up with this shit. <laughs> but they're on that Zoom call like, okay, my, what's a common what phrase? What do we call this series? My um, sister-in-law works for Bath & Body Works. And she's a um, copywriter. And so she like writes all the emails. Or not all the emails. I don't know. But like part of her job is naming sense and like coming up with advertising things. And mm-hmm. my brother is an uh, assistant district attorney. So he's like literally fighting crime. And so now they're working mm-hmm. at home together. And he walked in on a meeting where they were talking about um, scent pairings. Oh, God. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> they're talking about oh. like which, which scents pair with each other and like, like names of things. Like her job seems so, cr- it's also like hard and it, you know, takes a lot of work, but it's just like he was. She was like, I just felt so silly having him walk in on a meeting about scent pairings. Different stakes, <laughs> different. Yeah. Stakes. Okay. But people need their their scents. Okay. Listen, and also they're doing really well because they sell hand sanitizer and soap. Oh yeah, no, you know. Great. Oh, that's genius. And also, ten out of ten recommend their little wallflower scents. Mm, that lilac can't be beat. Okay, I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Better about better about uh wait no body works bath and body works guys hey, I've had too much if cover. they want to sponsor us we are down they for should that. if We're, you rate yeah. them five stars maybe they'll hear about it and you know where you're yep. gonna find some bath and body works in your attic 
<laughs> in your attic oh, where somebody's right hiding right there. <laughs> Someone's hiding there. That was, uh, I, you know what? This, that was a clunky segue. Is, <laughs> so, this but movie you know is, it worked. No, I think, I think that was a perfect segue. And this movie's so old, I can't find it oh, on IMDb. Oh, true. There's an alternate, alternate title. Oh, sorry. Good. Yes, that's what I thought. I should have asked that. The alternate first. title is uh, Within These Walls. Ooh. Which is a better oh. title. Better title. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. I mean, but I don't know. Would but you I, have picked it? Literally, when Patrick asked me about doing this, he said, okay. Oh, because there was already a movie called that. Yeah. Uh, He's like, we're going to do this movie, and then, like, mm, and this one's about this, and then this one, I don't know what it's about. I just picked it because of the title. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally because of Stalker in the Attic. I'm like, well, I must see the Stalker in the Attic. And I said, sold. <laughs> You act like I care what the movie's about when I come on. I right. don't. <laughs> well, some people really do care. They're like, oh, I oh, gotta no. be on this one. I really want to watch oh. this one. Yeah, sometimes I will, like, really, like, look forward to one. But all of them are treasures. They are. They're all treasures. In their own way. In yeah. their own way. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So jumping into the movie, we have Ben. He is creepy attractive, which is mm-hmm. uh, a thing yeah, that could, Lifetime can I do well. See. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see that his yeah. styling do you watch sorry he's got good style he's got he's uh he's not he's, he's like, not uggo he's not but ugly, he's like, but he's not like, hot he could be and he's he not could be a warm pedo. do yeah. you watch um the good wife or did I've you watch the good wife seen the good wife yes so there's a lawyer on there there's not the one that she has like a like a love affair with but there's the other lawyer who also played a drug dealer on gossip girl and now he's on like now he plays a doctor that cares about stuff and some other show the young blonde one yeah yeah he has like asshole face like he looks like a like that's why he played a drug dealer on gossip girl Mm -hmm. and because he just looks like an uppity asshole and the whole time on on good on the good wife, I kept like waiting for him to be that asshole, and he wasn't. That's just what his face looks like. Yeah, and he'd be perfect for one of these like oh totally creepy because he is hot. Oh, I ten out of ten would bang, but I right. wouldn't mm-hmm. trust him. Yeah, so right. that's, no, you don't that's trust the vibe him. this Ben guy's giving <laughs> off. Like, mm-hmm. but. He's a, you know what? He's actually in a lot of horror movies. Oh really? <laughs> so, yeah. I could see it. I mean, he didn't. Yeah. We'll get to it, but he didn't go full villain, like, villain, lifetime villain. He was yeah. more like a scary, it was more horror, for sure. Yeah. 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 So, um, he starts off, the movie starts off, he's having a dream uh, of him as a child being, like, taken out of a car by the police because he was, like, living in the car with his mom. So, okay. he, he, it actually isn't a dream, it, like, is a flashback, I guess. Because yeah. he was evicted from the car that he lived in with his mom. And he has never had a home and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Setting okay. up some childhood, good old-fashioned childhood trauma at the top of a Lifetime movie. They love, Lifetime Movie Network loves to see it. They love it. They love it. <laughs> uh, he currently lives in a house with this woman named Mel. Melanie. Uh, she has trouble sleeping also, but it's because she actually like doesn't really like Ben as her boyfriend. Like There's yeah. no spark. Yeah. She's, she's mm. also, I wrote, I wrote, this woman is sexual. <laughs> like, yeah. she's really pretty. Like, nothing about, like, she's not, like, acting sexually. She's just, like, no. really pretty. And there's just something behind those eyes that is really. I woo. agree. I can agree on that one. She's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing with her character, too. 
like her whole subtext is like Ben's a bad lay, so mm-hmm. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He's not good in bed, so I don't like him. Mm-hmm. So and also like she's very capable and like she doesn't need a man. You know what I mean? So right. if you mm-hmm. like aren't going to put that D down, why am I wasting my time with you? Why even? Yeah, because why even Mel Drew is. De, or her hus- first husband died of like I don't know a seizure or something an aneurysm or something like that mm-hmm. and they have a teenage daughter and then mm-hmm. she immediately started dating Ben after her husband died and he's like lives with her and she's this is what she's stuck okay. with you know yeah. she's had two guys in her life yeah she is very familiar but I'm trying to figure out where you know her from what? yeah you'll know. figure it out it's a bunch of stuff I don't know but yeah, she's super hot. So yeah. Ben lives with her. He like likes to make a home. So he he checks the crossword puzzle in the morning and drinks coffee. And he, he I, as far as I can tell, he doesn't really have a job. He just fixes yeah, stuff around like the house. Yeah, just like tinkering with things around the house. Yeah, tinkering. And she's he's a tinker. She seems kind of annoyed about mm-hmm. it. Like she mm-hmm. she's like, ah, oh, this sucks. Like I'm yeah. working. She works. <laughs> she works at like a. Um, architecture or something yeah well not really but it's but it's also that lifetime thing where they're like we need to make sure she seems high powered so let's have her talk and it's like yeah it's business yeah i'm a business woman but it's I like work in a business this is business architecture so we're going to talk about floor plans yeah. <laughs> or like condo mm-hmm. bathrooms or i don't know <laughs> floor plans business yeah. and she has a hunky hot co-worker steve steve mm-hmm. lund uh, his name in the movie is Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and he said, okay. I think being assigned to work together was a good idea. That's his first line. Yeah. They have Ooh. like some chemistry going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mel has a teenage daughter. Her name's Brooke. And mm-hmm. Brooke is talking to Ben about emojis and why she uses them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this is so written by uh, someone my age. Because they're like, oh, I write em- I put emojis at the end so people don't think I'm as mad as I am. <laughs> uh, all the time. Uh, all yeah, the- oh, exactly. always. So, Mel's like... Oh, this guy was Shit's Creek. That's, oh. that's what... He's like uh, the Sam? dude in Shit's Creek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, I, yeah. Confession, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, now's the time. Now's the time. Yeah. Now's gotta. the time to, like, yeah, conquer gotta. the artistic establishments and watch Shit's Creek, if I've learned anything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what you got to do. So uh, Mel has not been getting along with Ben. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? It's not working out. Uh, get Pack your stuff and just get out of here. And he- But she says it in a very like logical, sensible way of like, you know what? Like, this might have moved too fast. Um, and I don't feel this anymore. So like, I, I think this is it for us. You and know, your like- dick is small. And your dick is small. Get out. <laughs> Basically, she didn't say as much. Because he's like, what can I do to fix it? And she's like, there's nothing you can do to fix it. Yeah, she's like, there's literally because your dick smells. But it's also like a very smart woman giving a reasonable, like it's not like emotionally charged. It's just like I've come to this logical and rational decision based on my feelings and what's best for me. Right, that's fair. Yeah. So, um, but women can't do that. No, 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 no. (laughs) Because he, uh, you know, freaks out and he's like, okay. you know, this is really terrible for me because I grew up in a car and this house is my home and I'm never going to leave. Uh, so I'm moving to the attic. He moves into well, the attic. Yeah. 
I mean, he doesn't say that out loud. No. He says, <laughs> sure, I'll leave. And yeah, even fine. pretends to give his key back. <laughs> yeah. He, but he, like, we find out. Moves to the attic. He makes a huge deal about dropping off the keys. Like, did you get the key? He, like, texts her, like, yeah. hey, I left the key in an envelope. But really, and he never like, left the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, so he moves into the attic. We see him in the attic, like, playing with a dollhouse and, like, making mm-hmm. little, like, figurines and stuff. Like, totally psycho stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, that's but what I would that, do. We find out he isn't just a tinkerer, he's a handyman. Yes. Mm. He like works. So now that he has to have a job, he works yeah. for like an apartment complex. He's the building manager. Oh, okay. Because this is where we see the only person of color in the movie, and it's an Asian woman whose apartment he's going to like go fix. Yes. Yep. She is our POC in the movie. Total reversal from the Clark sisters. Uh, yeah, you know, we didn't even get a POC bus driver in this one. No, <laughs> so there was not. And like, also, like <laughs> looking at this movie of the main characters in the movie, uh, there was no like the last one that I was talking about where they had a baby and it was actually his baby. Like, OK, that complicated things with race, because like if the baby was black, we'd know whose baby it was. <laughs> but like right. in this movie, like there was no reason why. Any of the people, like even the daughter, could have been biracial because we totally. didn't see her for a Like, well, just just so you know, this this is this is a Canadian made movie, right. and oh. there's there's three uh, POCs in Canada, all of Canada, right? And one of I them think. played a renter in the apartment complex. Exactly, that this man was and the, the and, and, the, and the other two are in Hootie and the Blue. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say they're in Degrassi. <laughs> Yeah, and one is Drake. So it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> yes, and one's Drake, but he lives in the United States now. So. Yeah. So. so Mel is not feeling bad about this. She's like moving on. She yeah. um has she's thriving for quite her frankly. coworker. Yes, she totally is thriving. She has wine with her friend. Her friend's named Aaron, mm-hmm. and I like Aaron. Aaron is horny AF. Yeah, she's got bangs. Yeah. She's cool. You know. She's yeah. everything you want in a friend. Yeah. Bangs and a listening ear. And she you know? basically Get tells right. Mel, she's like, you know what? You have only slept with two men in your life. You need to become a slut and slut it do it up. Like, yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Don't start a relationship with Steve Lund. You should just. And they're like, isn't Steve Lund him. married? And she's like, separated. Exactly. She's like, I don't mm-hmm. want to hook up with a, a separated man. She's like, it doesn't matter. You're not starting yeah. a relationship. You're just going to get the D. Mm-hmm. Get, get the D. That is all. So, uh, Mel, of course, you know she still has her daughter to, to care about, and so she's like deflecting, like mm-hmm. from Aaron. She's like, "Oh, my daughter, and I have to take care of the house." And da da da. Mm-hmm. So she gets Carl, the neighbor, the elderly neighbor, who, mm-hmm. <laughs> if we all know the neighbor trope in a Lifetime movie, it's like they're yeah. a little too nosy, they're elderly, mm-hmm. and they're like very, very concerned about what's going on. And as they soon as I saw on. Carl, I was like, he's and they either... have the best. Oh, sorry. They have, go the, ahead. Best in... they have the best intuition. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I the was old like, neighbors. Yeah. He's either going to get killed or kill the kid. Like, he's either going to solve this problem mm-hmm. or we're not going to see much of Carl. Right. That is correct. So, of course, Mel's like, can you keep an eye on the house since Ben's not here anymore? But can you do repairs? And can you just, like, yeah. keep an eye on things? And Carl's like, I got Because yeah, Carl's like, I haven't seen Ben around. And that's why she's like, then Mel has to spill the tea. Like, well, yeah, we broke up. But, like, yes, Carl you nosy before. neighbor all up in my business. Yeah. And he's like, mm, I bet he's in the attic. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, uh, Which I just, 
now that we're in a quarantine and like I'm like sitting by my window to do work more, like literally during this podcast, I saw a friend of mine who lives in the neighborhood walk down and I was like, Who's that you walking with? And why is he walking so close? Are you fucking him? Like I literally am becoming a nosy lifetime neighbor. Well, and this is what retirement will be. We will be the nosy yes. neighbors. I can't wait. Dude, I wanna know who this man is. Do I so my my place as you know, looks over the like the courtyard, the whole courtyard of the entire building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you get some and, comings and goings, and dude, I do I mean like, comings uh-huh, in uh-huh. a sexual way, Ooh. like an orgasm, like you know, <laughs> like, like an Mel orgasm wants. in sex during sex. The it's like I'm. I feel like the uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window <laughs> when he's the, yeah. the Hitchcock, the Hitchcock movie. Totally, because you're just like, what do they do? Oh, I'm gonna witness a murder. I think I need to watch that like very soon. That sounds like a perfect yeah. on my back movie. I've been watching all the no, that's all a the great one. But goodies. Oh, that's a great one because you're kind of in the same position where you're like, well, I can't go anywhere, but I can look at what's happening in the building. I'm gonna make and Sarah maybe, watch that, and maybe Ooh. you'll witness a murder. Okay. Ugh. So jump me back in. Sorry, sorry, sidetracked, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Every time I do. Hey, it's it's good because. The, sa- the tangents are never not interesting. Okay, good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if the tangents weren't interesting, then I would be like, maybe not. But no, they always are. A plus. Yeah. A plus tangents. <laughs> A plus tangents. So uh, Ben is like sneaking out of the attic when they're not home. Mm-hmm. So he like sneaks out of the attic. He goes downstairs. He like makes his coffee, does a crossword, like just psychotic stuff to do. Yeah. Like what if mm-hmm. you're like living in an attic. Like. Not thinking at all. Like, my thing was, like, wouldn't you be terrified at every moment that, you know, that she's going to forget something and come back for her purse or something? You know, like, exactly. I couldn't handle this life of crime. I couldn't handle it. Well, and it's like the coffee's going to, like, go get depleted. Like, she's going to notice stuff eventually. Yeah. But this woman. He's just milling about (laughs) like he owns the place. He's like, I don't give a shit. My dick is small. What do I have to lose? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So. Uh, Brooke comes home early from school and she almost catches Ben in his like routine like walking around the house but mm-hmm. she's with a boy they're making out on the couch like hot and heavy and she's cutting class <laughs> cutting class Uh-oh. and uh, Ben just like sneaks by the couch like just like walks right by <laughs> yeah bold <laughs> because Ben is a bold asshole like, earlier I wrote apparently he had his phone on fucking vibrate like you're living in the attic that's the one thing you can hear you know, like, he's just walking boldly through this life of crime he's chosen to live. Right. Yeah. This is what makes him not a normal lifetime villain, because he's, like, Michael Myers, evil. Reckless. Yeah. Oh, so he, like, oh, he doesn't give a fuck. Uh-uh. Okay. No. And it's Mm-mm. it's not even... Because, I, so this this whole situation could also be a comedy, Totally, totally. <laughs> like, Honestly, with different like, underscoring, with like, with like, it's just the way of yeah, like you like, yeah, with like plinky Hallmark movie. It's a comedy. Totally, totally. So of course the daughter and the boyfriend don't notice because they're too busy like playing tonsil hockey. Yeah, they're too busy dry humping. Yeah. Um, but then Carl comes and finds them or like catches them, and then he tells Mel he's like, your daughter is out there doing things yeah. you need to be careful oh because Mm-mm. after he sinks by ben like hits the smoke alarm like the smoke detector right 
And that jolts Brooke out of action, and then Carl comes over. He comes over. Oh, he cock- oh the old uh, smoke alarm, alarm cockbot. Yeah. Yep. We're all familiar. <laughs> yeah, the old smoke alarm cockbot. So in the attic, Ben can hear Mel and Brooke fighting, and he texts Brooke like some emojis to make her feel better because he learned about emojis. Yeah. And she sees the emojis, mm. and she's like, this is creepy. This creepy <laughs> dude is texting me. Yeah. Um, but she's kind of sad that he's not there because he's like the father figure she didn't have. Mm-hmm. So the mom yeah. is like thinking that Brooke is acting out because she misses mm-hmm. Ben. That's how yeah. she's ju- that's how she justifies everything that's about to happen. And we're just mm-hmm. going to go through the laundry list of stuff. So like first Mel hears ben, like a clomping on the, the roof or the ceiling. Yeah. Because Ben, like, dropped something yeah. accidentally. And she, like, looks up at the ceiling. <laughs> She's very not concerned. She, like, gets out of bed, mm-hmm. looks at the ceiling, and then goes back to sleep. Well, and she's like, maybe it's... Oh. And then she just thinks it's, like, rodents in the attic. Yeah, or a squirrel yeah, or rats. something. And she hires... She doesn't, she doesn't believe in ghosts yet. She, yeah, she hires, <laughs> uh, uh, like, an uh, exterminator to come over and, like... The van says, like, pest control or something, like, very genetic, generic on the side. Yeah. So she hears the noise. She sees, like, uh, something, like, moving in her bedroom window when she comes Mm -hmm. home at one point. She sees, like, a photo. Like, there's a photo of, like, her with Ben and her daughter, like, that she took off the fridge, back on the fridge. Because he put it there. But she thinks that Brooke did because... But here's the thing, like, so there are, like, because Ben is bold as fuck and, like, doesn't care, it's, like, he he's not, he doesn't really cover his tracks that much. No. And the mom is just like, oh, well, it's clearly a, a squirrel or a brook or whatever. But it's also, like, why on earth would your first instinct be, oh, of course, it's my ex who just is stalking me from inside my own house. <laughs> like, oh, like, true. Like, in a lot of these movies, it's like, don't you see all these red flags? But in this one, it's like... No, because your thought would never be, oh, yeah, it must be my ex living right. inside my own home terrorizing yeah. me. Exactly. No, because your your first thought would be, is this fuck, are we fucking haunted? Yeah, like, definitely. Be, I we got to be haunted. Ghost before I would go. I would, no too. Like, I would actually go there first. Then I would like, then yeah. be like, wait, is my ex-girlfriend living in my fucking ass? Right. That seems beyond It's so crazy anything. that you would never Where a ghost it. would be yeah. like, a ghost... Uh, or some kind of yeah. uh, spirit or something, I'd be like, oh, it's probably a spirit. Yeah. And Mel <laughs> is a rational person. I mean, she's like an architect or something like an architect. Yeah, she has blueprints. Yeah. We, she has blueprints. Um, speaking of the blueprints, yeah. she's working with Sam on the project mm-hmm. and it's going really well. And like he asked her to like go on a date. So they're like going to maybe go on a date mm-hmm. or something. They go on a date oh. to this restaurant. And then she's this one of my favorite parts of the movie was she goes, so you're divorced and this is after the meeting with mel when she or not mel she is mel the friend the horny when she's friend. like when like when she already says like he's like it's one of those things like she already knows she's that he's separated but she's doing that girl thing of like i literally like back back in my dating days i would know as much as i humanly possible about the person before and then pretend to not know it so i could ask my like prepared questions mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this is what she does so you're divorced <laughs> separated you know huh right hmm. <laughs> oh boy 
<laughs> strategic. Yeah. Yeah, strategic little little and then, sneaky little yeah. mice. And then yeah. speaking of, I think his ex calls at some point during the day and then her um I think I can't remember no, he Ben does call. Yeah. While she's on the date. And she has this really loud and obnoxious ringtone. And I'm like, what years is this movie made? What, like, no one our age has their phone on, like, loud. Even, no. like, what is this? It'll come in handy later in the movie. But yes. like, what the fuck is this ringtone? So Ben, like, leaves abruptly because the wife calls or whatever. And then mm-hmm. Mal um, is, like, on her way home or something. And mm-hmm. Ben earlier in the day he uh was like doing housework or something or he was just mm-hmm. in the house and carl comes over to fix the electricity and catches yeah. ben in the house he's like what are you doing in the house and he's like oh i'm just here to fix the electricity yeah i'm like just keep this between us you yeah know? don't tell it's a surprise and carl's like this is weird i'm leaving mm-hmm. but of course he doesn't leave he gets killed off camera yeah. and then it gets oh. made to look like he electrocuted himself fixing on the electric. Whatever. Yeah. Nice. But like set up his like smart. little tool chest next to <laughs> him. And like, right. And puts like a wire and like a broken light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> ben is like knows how to like set a prop. He, Very yeah, smart. he is doing Very it. Smart. But then uh, Mel comes home from her date and finds the body. And it's the second body she's found because she found her husband in the same way. He died yeah. in an electricity accident. An electricity. <laughs> I, I missed that part, I, but I'll believe that. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Um, yeah. But then after that, we get a boxing montage. Which I was really excited that we were going to. One of my most favorite movies in the entire world is Jennifer Lopez's classic cinematic masterpiece, Enough. Yes. And as soon as I see this boxing montage, I'm like, I can't. Oh, boxing. Not wait. Mo- I was. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking, like. She has like people a little like packing people packing boxes. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, "Why? What is this?" Uh, yeah. Yes, it's just a Boxing She's... Day because it is Canada. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, no, it's, yeah, I'm like it's minority where my Canada. Mind she no. is going yeah. to town on like one of those punchy bags. Like she's a punching bag. beating the shit out nice. of the punching bag. Oh, I love those. She's like, and it has this crazy music. Performance good, babe. Yeah, and I was just like, "Where is this coming from?" Yeah, and listen, a lot of times in these movies. It's, you know, whatever actress was once on Days of Our Lives that they picked, who has never punched anything in her life, or, like, never done whatever thing that their character is supposed to be doing. Yeah. This woman could throw some punches, my friend. I bet she probably does it. Yeah. She's, she's a tiny little blonde girl. She's got to get it. Get Good her, form, this Mel hat. Get her jams going, you there know. You go. yeah. Like, she's attractive, tiny uh-huh. little blonde girl. She's got to be like... For real. So the horny friend, Aaron, gives Mel some sexy lingerie for her birthday. For her birthday, And she's like, you better get that D, that Steve Lund D, evil Steve Hunt's D. And she's like, oh, I couldn't possibly. Oh, I, oh, but my daughter's out of town. I I guess I could possibly do it. Mm-hmm. And she's like getting all ready and sexy. But also, oh, sorry, because so it, for her birthday, um, the friend, the horny friend, gives her lingerie. She comes back to her apartment or to her house and sees a gift bag from Ben, and it's boxing gloves. So she's like, "Oh, he even remembered my birthday." 
And then earlier, as Ben is creepily giving no fucks around the house while she's at work, you see him make her bed for her, which is like not a thing you should do if you're hiding in someone's attic. Definitely not. And then Brooke leaves a birthday card on the maid bed. So once again, Mel's like, oh, Brooke made my bed for me and left me the sweet card. Perfect. What a nice daughter. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Yep. So Sam comes over. <laughs> lucky. lucky. Oh, and as she's getting ready, uh, Mel is getting ready for Sam to come over. She notices the toilet seat is up. Dude. Which was such a lifetime, like, this is a a network for women. Men, not even stalkers, will always forget to put the toilet seat. That's right. That's right. Always a a point of argument around my house. Yes. Not me. Well, I can't bend to put the toilet seat back down now well yes. yeah you can't physically do it Patrick's but like a second a, away from a bedpan yeah, so yeah. you get a you get a pass on that yeah. right but but i was raised by two women there you go so basically yes. who knows who knows uh but yeah i thought that was hilarious that lifetime included that because i'm like oh of course you did lifetime uh but sam shows up and mel is like getting all sexy they like make out on the couch and there's like terrible music playing on the laptop and they move to the bedroom and they're like gonna like have sexy time and he's like oh this is going too fast maybe we should just like watch tv or watch netflix it's like and you're playing the ramones what what is right (laughs) yeah so they end up just watching tv in her bed so lame but part of it is because like she feels haunted by this not ghost because she doesn't believe in ghosts, right because she sees she's like, like a shadow know. in the doorway she's like someone's watching us and he's like no yeah. one's here and then they do it does cut to them asleep and ben watching oh them god sleeping. yeah that was really scary <laughs> see again another like michael myers thing of him like not being a typical lifetime villain he was just standing over watching them sleep like very yeah. scarily let me ask you did he did he turn his head over like this oh, little you know was there, probably probably was he did he like yeah mm. yeah i think he probably. did a slight head tilt a slight like just yeah. a slight survey although that's although unless that's not as that's more weird than anything unless he had a mat like anyone with a mask when they tilt they they, uh, they always yeah, tilt their head yeah. always tilt their head right because you're like oh <laughs> i don't know why this is creepy uh so he gets like very mad ben he goes downstairs he deletes he like pulls up the laptop that they're playing like jack johnson on or whatever and Mm. he deletes the uh file that they're working for these condos because she's an architect lady yeah yeah so like the holman project or whatever it's called like it's like whatever the big project at the business business for he like architect. business project. He takes yeah. like an icon on the desktop and just drags it to the trash and then deletes the trash. And then they have the nerve to show him click on empty trash. Right. So we on. know oh. it's gone. Oh, it <laughs> no. really is gone now. So <laughs> Sam, the next morning. Even though uh, you totally, that doesn't delete anything off of your computer, <laughs> right. by the way. Anyway. The next morning. Sam drinks his coffee and does the crossword just like Ben does, which is like a turn off for Mel. She's like, first of all, we didn't do sex. And now you're doing this shit again. Like, I'm not into this. Uh, But his wife calls again and then he like runs out of the house. Like, yeah, he doesn't even like 
put his coffee like in the sink. He's just like, I'm out. Mm. And Mal like goes after him and she's like, wait, wait. And she like has her stuff. She forgets something Mm -hmm. and she like goes to go back inside. Ben, meanwhile, is inside. He like ripped up the newspaper, like threw the coffee Mm -hmm. because he was so mad that they were like living his life that he wanted. And Mal comes in. she's, She's like, oh, my God, I've been robbed. And she like goes, she's calling the police. She's like standing on one side of the refrigerator, which Drew mentioned at the top stalker in my refrigerator. Ben's on the other side of the refrigerator. (gasps) Spooky. Wait, so she thought she got robbed within seconds of like leaving? She got robbed, but she was like, someone was clearly in my apartment. And that's like, that's what's like horrifying about this is like, the whole time she's like, I know I'm not crazy right <laughs> like and, there has yeah. to be because like a robber wouldn't do this shit uh, and like and once again you would never think oh well clearly it's just my ex who's secretly living in my attic and hates this new guy i'm dating and then came down here and ripped up the crossword puzzle right like there wouldn't yeah. be an explanation and she calls the police they come over and check they're like ma'am nothing's wrong and all the doors are locked so like and at that point they do go like so like someone has to have a key and She's like, well, it's just Carl, and he's dead, and Ben gave it back in the envelope and sent me an emoji, which at this point, it would be like, what I didn't think about is, like, why didn't she change her locks? Like, Right. Well, she didn't, it didn't sound like she needed a reason to. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, but that was the only... I think this is very reasonable so far, of her, like, on her end, like, it wouldn't be, like, it's like, no, no, you just, the last thing on your mind... Would be that your ex is hiding in the attic. Right. And literally, the last thing, and the thing right before the last thing, is it's a ghost. Yeah, oh, it's for sure a ghost. (laughs) I would have thought But it's also just, like... Yeah, I don't know. And this is another thing, like, and when he, like, deleted her fucking work projects and stuff, I was like, this is why it's Lifetime, because it's like, this poor woman is, like, all she did was, like, rationally break up with a man, and for this, she literally has her man living in her attic, he's messing with her new dick, she can't even fucking do her job that she's very good and capable at, now you're gonna fuck with her work, too? It's infuriating. Yeah. Well, and then Sam, like, kind of blames her for the file getting deleted. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, uh, you're some piece of shit coworker. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing this project again. You need to figure it out. And take- no, you're a shitty company because anything that would you would have on your computer, like, it gets backed up. Yeah, you're yeah. always backed up. Like, there's, I mean, at least it. Where well, I it work. should be, but not when you're drinking with your coworker and listening to Jack Johnson by the fireplace. Exactly. So she has no one to turn to. She, I thought it was the Ramones. What, the Ramones, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, sure, the Ramones. <laughs> so she calls Ben up and she's like, "Hey, can I come to your place in like an hour? I gotta figure this out. My, I'm like in a bad place. I need someone to talk to." And he's like, "No problem." Mm-hmm. He runs out yeah, of that. He attic. doesn't suggest like, "Oh, maybe uh, yeah. we should meet at a coffee shop." Right. My place is dirty. <laughs> like, no, my roommate, sir. Yeah, no, he's like, sure. Yeah. I live in a car again. Yeah. Right. No, he runs out of the attic. He runs over to that apartment complex with the one POC the in one. Canada. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she's not home. He like takes all her personalized shit, like her photos and everything, and throws it in the bedroom on the bed. And then in a laundry basket. In a laundry yeah. basket. And then Mel comes over and they're like sitting down on the couch. And then he notices. The Vitafusion Women's uh, One a Day Gummies. Uh-huh. Product placement, The very sponsored content, which is also sponsored on my blog now. (laughs) 
because I put a link on there. Uh, and they're also sponsoring mm-hmm. this podcast. Just kidding. Um, but they can if they want to. <laughs> Them and Bath and Body Works get on it. There we go. Uh, he like hides it in like a the a cabinet or something mm-hmm. when he's getting her some wine. Which made me want wine. Oh, okay. And then mm-hmm. they start making out on the couch, and then she finds some panties in the couch. Mm-hmm. Which are mm. the one POC cast member's panties. Buzzkill. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I gotta go. Because she was like trying to get him to move to the bed, but he wouldn't because all that stuff's on the bed. Yeah. So he's like, let's just yeah. stay on the couch. And then she's like, you're being weird, and clearly another woman has been in this apartment, so I'm out of here. He's like, <laughs> we're broken up. Right. What? And as, as Mel is like leaving, the POC uh, woman is coming into the apartment and she passes Mel and she goes into the apartment and she like opens the cabinet and finds the Vita Fusion gummies. She like takes it out and she like looks at it and she's like, huh. Vita Fusion. And once again, gummies. no one's like, oh, clearly um, a vindictive person came and posed that my apartment was their apartment. Like, why would that be what you thought? Right. Happened? <laughs> Right, that's that's pretty. <laughs> Once again, so like he put all her shit on. It's like, my... why is all my shit on my bed? Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> like, I don't remember doing this, but I had a crazy night last night. So who knows? I had one too many white claw. <laughs> yeah, it can get dangerous. So Brooke is back from her <laughs> trip or whatever. Uh, but her and her mom get into a fight because she's like, "Mom, you think everything's in the attic, and you're so obsessed with the attic. You're like an attic mom." <laughs> you know, teenagers with the witty, witty comments. Yeah, an attic mom. You're such you? an attic mom. And Mel's like, I am not an attic mom. Go to your sleepover, and I'll just be home alone. Whatever, no big deal. <laughs> um, and Mel's all alone. <laughs> the daughter's like, ugh, millennials. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay, millennials. Uh, they'd be Gen Z now. So right. Mel. Go- <laughs> yeah, Mel's probably a millennial. Yeah, Mel's a millennial. Her daughter's a Gen Z. Uh, Mel gets visited by Sam who he's like hey I'm sorry I was really rude to you let's work on that presentation and then they totally have sex instead yeah cool. so she finally gets her sex finally I've been waiting the whole movie God. God. but they don't show it no they don't really which quite frankly is disappointing for all of us we need a little bit more of the sexy times oh you didn't get like a, uh, a a dude's back no no, no strong male back no, no this time no thrusting no okay. thrusting i okay this is a different <laughs> but when i was a you know curious adolescent and my only like experience with sex was watching people have it on tv on you know cable tv not even porn yeah i was mm-hmm. like i was like talking to one of my sex my only sexually active friend and i was like Wait, so here's the thing. I understand, like, how people start making out and stuff, but, like, at what point does everyone get under the covers? <laughs> like, I thought that everyone had sex under the covers. Yeah, you have to get under that, the covers. Right. So it's like, I was like, like, just like trying to come up with my own game plan of, like, how do people get from how the makeup get the atop motherfucker the bed to, like, now everyone's under the covers? Yeah. And my friend was like, no, people. Like you just you just have sex. Like you don't you don't need to go under the covers. Yeah, yeah, you could just do it. You, yeah, <laughs> just do it. It's uh, you don't have TV to. It's time. Tricky, tricky. And the same friend, the same friend who will not be mentioned because now I'm going to spill all her tea. 
But it was also like, so this is my first friend that ever had sex that I knew, like personally, who I could like ask her questions. And a, and this friend just personally likes having sex with the lights on. And I was like, wait a minute. Not only are you not under the covers, but everyone has sex with the lights on. So you're just I don't. exposed? <laughs> yeah. Like completely. And like me as a teenage person who was very far away from having sex in real life was like, Oh boy, how am I gonna do this? I don't have the confidence uh, for this. Lights oh, this on, is... no covers. What the hell? <laughs> oh man, I don't know about all this. But we don't Golly. get any of that in this movie. No, see, none I brought of it back. It. I brought it. it back. I tangented, and then I came right. There you back. go. That's all I ask. So the next morning, <laughs> oh, uh, Sam is enjoying his morning coffee and crossword puzzle, just like Ben used Ooh. to. Except this coffee makes him start foaming at the mouth and choking to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that. And Mel comes and is like, look at me, Sam, Sam, look at me for like a good 30 seconds before she calls 911. Yeah. And as she's on the phone with 911, you can see from from Sam's perspective, he sees Mel in the like forefront. And then in the background Mm -hmm. is Ben just looking over, like being creepy as hell. yeah 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 i loved it so sam gets admitted into the hospital and when he wakes up in the hospital he's like he's behind you he's behind you and mel's like there's no one behind me that is a nurse and she might have a unibrow but you better be nice to her she can't (laughs) help it she's very busy her name's olga leave olga alone um anyone named olga has a unibrow yeah and the nurse is like oh yeah that's normal like sometimes when people wake up they don't make any sense and like you know that just needs to clear a system and you know and and she's like and mel's like i don't know like you just no one else drinks coffee and like and she's like well sometimes when they clean the machine like you'll get a chemical in there and it'll it's like no one's clean and like but once again your first thought would not be, oh, my vindictive, my vindictive ex who lives in the attic yeah. poisoned my new boyfriend. Right. Yeah. You'd still not think Well, that. and I yeah. thought this was going to come back. It doesn't come back, through. No. This is the last time. This, this is, is the basically last the last time we see Sam. So he. Well, we see him one more time when she comes back to the, yeah, to the he's hospital like and checks on him. And, and he's with there. his ex-wife and his two children <laughs> that are surrounding Ugh. him. And his we don't even know if he lives or dies. No, we frankly. have no clue. So, so that's it for Sam. So yep. thanks, okay. Bye, thanks, Sam. Steve Lund, evil Steve Hunt. Uh, so back at the house, Brooke uh, is back, like when taking her boyfriend in, and Mel almost kills the boyfriend because yeah. she thinks he's an intruder. Brooke is this. I don't know what order this is coming out in, but Brooke is the Denise Clark of this family. Totally, totally. She's always trying to sneak out with her boyfriend. She is, and the mom's like, "You can't be doing this. Like something's going on." There's an attic, and Brooke's mm-hmm. like, "Mom, I I'm out. I'm I don't care." Yeah. Um, she's mm-hmm. like, "I haven't done anything. I haven't done any of these things. I haven't like, been in the attic forever." Yeah. And the mom's like, "That's not you, right?" But once again, wouldn't immediately think. Clearly, it's Ben. So Ben is in hat. Oh, because at, during this like talk between Brooke and Mel, they're like, "You know what? Maybe we'll just sell the house." It has too many bad yeah. memories. You're just like tripping out, mom. Like, let's sell it. Yeah. So Ben and honestly, I mean, it makes sense. Carl died in there. Get out of that house. Carl died in there. The dad died in there. There's yeah, a man living in the house. attic. It's time yeah. to sell the house. Sell the house. Yeah. It's time. It's time to get out. So of, that of course, house. the person to sell the house, Drew, is Aaron, the um, the sassy friend, the 
what is her the name? Horny friend. The horny friend. friend. Yeah, yeah, the horny friend. Sorry, I don't know why I forgot what what I just named her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is the realtor. So Ben goes over to her house, and she's like, he's like, hey, I want to buy a condo. She's like, no problem, come inside. She's totally dead, a hundred percent dead. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. dead. Um, so then, meanwhile, easy, easy dead. Because Ben is like, this is my home. Like, I want that. I promise to protect this home. You cannot sell this home. Right. (laughs) Right. So Mel starts packing the apartment and everything. Or This time it is actual boxing, not her physical boxing. It's the boxing I thought it was earlier. Yeah. She. That they should have done earlier. (laughs) Packing everything up or whatever. Uh, And she goes into the attic for something. I don't know why. I think she's like literally packing. No, I think this time she's literally like kind of curious. And she finds crackers and water bottles and yeah, cans she of finds sardines, evidence that a bag. Now we know something's the fuck up. And she's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. something's going on." But of course, Ben is coming up. He's like right behind her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Are you living in the attic?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah." Yeah, this is my house. That's my home. Uh, I love this place. Yeah. My favorite part is he literally says, you kicked me out. What was I supposed to do? And then she replies, leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was like. Yes, this Um, is a network for women. Um, You respect. Leave. Go. Yeah. Out of the house. But it is the thing of the man being like, well, uh, of course I would do this what? insane thing and then blame it on you. What am I? You kicked me out. Yeah. You're the one that kicked me out. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm not going to let you take away my home. So we cut to Brooke coming home now and Brooke sees Ben in the house. She's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And no, no sign of, no sign of Mel. No. And Ben tries to act natural. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to order some uh, vegan food. I hear you. I remembered you're vegan from that earlier scene. Yeah, you Gen Zers love vegan food. So uh, I'll... uh, I was just checking the filter on the gauges. Uh, No, she's like, like, me and your mom, we talked it out. We're back together. Right. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, so where, where is she? And she's like, oh, she went over to the slutty friend's house. And then um, Brooke's like, but her car's still here. And then Ben's like, yeah, well, like, she took an Uber because, like, from Slutty Friend, they're definitely going to drink. So, yeah. So, you know, like, Got it all like answered. something ain't right. These are smart women because she goes upstairs. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go do homework. Just let me know when the food gets here. Yeah. She, uh, oh, and this is when the ringtone comes. So yeah. then she goes up to her room, calls her mom, and we hear that loud ass ringtone in the attic. Yep. So she knows. She goes up to the attic. She sees mm-hmm. her mom tied up. She, like, unties her. And the mom's like, we gotta go. Like, this guy is coming to get us. Mm-hmm. And then he, of course, like, is up there in the attic. And mm-hmm. they just start, like, throwing things at him. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, this is when I was expecting. Also, there are only, like, I don't know, seven minutes left in the movie at this point. Yeah. And I was, like, expecting my enough finale fight scene. I was like, right. we've seen this woman in two different boxing training montages. And... Yeah. All we're going to get is her, like, throwing a dollhouse at him. Yeah. Pretty And pretty then much. one good punch. Then we got <laughs> she one She threw him, like, punch. one good, like, right hook. And he goes, like, yeah. flying across the room. Yeah. Nice. Giving them time nice. to run downstairs. The police come. Yeah. Uh, I guess they take him into custody. 
They don't show it, which would have been much more satisfying. Yeah, because here's the thing. Then they cut to them moving into the new house, and they're like, this is the house our horny friend Aaron wanted us to live in. R.I.P. Aaron. (laughs) Sorry she died, but her last wish was that we live in this house. And Brooke's like, oh, where's the attic? And the mom's like, there is no attic. And, yeah. and then slow pan out from like construction workers. But also workers, as it slow like, pans out, out, it shows that like handy person working in the house was a woman. Oh, I was really? Like, well, yeah. I love that. Might as well. I was like, just a nice safe home with not even a male handyman to be found. Well, and I w- there was like one right. guy like at the la- very end of the shot that I was like, is that supposed oh, to be like, him? It's going to start over again. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell. Because also it's like... I don't know, like, legally, like, what you can, like, because he, they, I don't know, like, can they pin Carl's murder on him? Do they know? Like, slutty friend, do they have enough evidence? Like, right. if it's just for stalking, like, you probably don't do that much time for that. And then you just get right back out and you stalk again. Yeah. And it's not really stalking because you lived in that house. Yeah. I mean, it's, sto- it's, definitely, it's definitely stalking, but. Stalking because you're not. Oh shit, it is. I gotta move out of my boyfriend's attic then. (laughs) (laughs) The owner of the home is not giving you you permission to live. Right, got it, got it, got it. Okay. That is breaking and entering and all sorts of things. I wonder how much time you would have served. Well, but I mean, I'm I'm assuming that, like, hey, there's some weird things. Hey, this these other weird things that happened around this dude and around this family. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they're gonna investigate it and be like, "Oh, like, yeah, can so they prove it. You killed a person, right? Great. Well, he was so reckless with everything. I bet they could have proved it. Yeah, he's fucking stupid totally. about everything. Totally. He was probably like, he was probably like rubbing his ass all over the sheets <laughs> and stuff. He had, there's tons so of his Brooke, DNA Brooke everywhere. Can, Brooke can sleep soundly. There yeah, you go. I think so. All right. So on the podcast, we either pour it up or put a cork in it. Kathleen, we'll start with you. What are you going to do to this movie? I'm going to pour it the fuck up. It was a delightful afternoon romp. Um, the lead actress was phenomenal. Uh, I liked it. Okay. Drew, how about you? Yeah, I'm pouring it up. I love I love these ones. These are fun. <laughs> they're, 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 silly. they're silly. They're silly and... And uh, that's my favorite shit. I would pour more out if we got a more intense fight scene. Like, I was really looking forward to watching her kick the shit out of this man. We didn't get to see that. I was was expecting that. But still poured up. But, I mean, she got a a shot in. That's Mm -hmm. true. So, And, hey, as much as you can keep somebody away from you, that's the whole point of, like, self-defense is, like, getting away from them. Right. Anyway. So that was correct. That's what my dojo person taught me. That's not what you call them. I don't know. So for me, I'm going to go against popular opinion. I'm going to put a cork (gasps) in it, I think. (gasps) Um, Because for a Lifetime movie, a stalker in my attic should have been wild. It should have been more intense. It should have been been way more intense. And like in my attic, I want to see like, them peeking through the floorboard or like yeah there was no like voyeurism oh, something like that yeah. or you know just like fucking yeah, with yeah that's true that's a good point mm-hmm. yeah point. and like it I'm was literally just though. like moving a coffee cup over <laughs> like it wasn't yeah wouldn't it have been more fun <laughs> if it wasn't a like ex-boyfriend it was like an acquaintance who somehow got in the attic Oh, you know? okay like now i get it now like I let's it. up it let's up it a little bit this is like 
like the boy like the ex-boyfriend's friend right yeah so you Something. think it's the ex-boyfriend but no it's the friend like, what are you doing here you're like i yeah, love you I see. You're like, it was entirely too rational. I get it. Yeah, a little too rational for me. I liked my Lifetime movies much more crazy. <laughs> um, but it wasn't badly acted or anything. It was just an acquisition. It like wasn't like a Lifetime like producer. They like bought it from a third party. Oh, um, okay. That tracks then. Yeah, so I think this was actually a, a scary movie that can Canada released and then sold it to Lifetime. <laughs> Canada released sure. it as a country, uh, that was, as a nation. Yep, you know. Just as a nation. Just the whole nation. They let it go. Yes. All right. So yep. I think that wraps up our conversation about Stalker in the Attic. Um, we're not doing Candace, Candace because I don't want to deal with the sound stuff. So just to clarify for the listeners who are concerned, we're not not doing Candace forever. We're just not doing Candace during this quarantine time. At least yeah. while your back it's, is thrown out. My back it's is just, thrown out. It's a lot of editing to do. It's just hard, it's guys. Hard. It's hard. I thought I could pull it all up in the Zoom and we could have all this sound in the Zoom, but we've learned that Zoom is not good for sound. <laughs> it is a it it's is a, a meeting app. And, <laughs> and I'll tell you what, the but like if, even though we're not having the what'd you say, Candace Cameron Ray segments, yeah. we are playing the song that you know and love. At the end of the there shows. You so you can just oh, hear nice. the whole song and just live in it. So, and pretend pretend that you uh that we watched uh Candace yeah. Cameron Bray and just imagine imagine what she's doing right now. Or check out our about. Instagram. I'll repost uh, mm, something yeah. that Candace posts yeah. if it's she's if it's crazy. Bag enough. Tuna with her, with her so do yeah. that. Do that. Listen to listen to the very end to the song and then just and then just look at the, our Instagram, and then we can you could just see what we're talking about. Yeah, that's a look at compromise. There you go. We're all making sacrifices during this time. Uh, it's you know, it, it is the one thing we are going to have to cut the corner on. <laughs> you know, just for now. You know, just for now. Okay, but even though that's we're not doing it, still don't follow Candace. Oh Cameron. right, don't yeah. follow Candace. All Don't you're going to get that. on her Instagram is workout videos right now. So if you want to see Candace work out, Ooh, I'll post it. I'll post it. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, you post it. There you go. <laughs> All right. So pluggy time. Kathleen, anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time? I'm Kathleen Singstuff on Instagram and YouTube, baby. Mm-hmm. I do some dumb bits on there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at Drew But With Pants. You can also find my band on Spotify, The Limbos. One. Uh, follow us. Yes, follow The Limbos. Uh, thank you both for being here. And thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Lifetime on Court. We watch this movie so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. Follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lifetime on Court. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget. Don't forget. Help me with my do back. Do it. And I can read all the reviews while I'm lying around yeah. doing nothing yeah that's why you need to, it's, a, it's a healing balm totally it's a healing balm put your healing balms on alright that and is all I know okay goodbye <laughs> bye. bye on my wedding day catch up okay Candace hates the games Candace Camembert drinking rosé eating creme brulee can't share with me Candace Camembert